Hey y'all, welcome to Living in Love 24-7, the podcast. It's your girls again, Sparkle and Casey. What's <laughs> up, everybody? Hey y'all, and if y'all can guest on the show again today, Mr. Keisha Robinson, say what's Yay. up. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, y'all. We are still in season five, y'all, celebrating women in business. And we have Mr. Keisha Robinson on with us for y'all that can see. If you can't see, go watch on Spotify and on YouTube. <laughs> okay. But we are just still celebrating women, talking about women in business. And Mr. Keisha is here with us to talk about her. We're going to celebrate her and celebrate her business. So let me just give you guys a quick rundown about who Miss Takesha is, and then we're going to dive into just talking to her and learning more about her and her business. Okay, so I'm going to read this, y'all. Hold on. So Miss Takesha Robinson, y'all, she began her notary public career in 2012 for the Commonwealth of Virginia, and she started After Hours VA. So After Hours VA is a mobile um, notary and remote notary business offering services after business hours, which includes real estate loan signings, general notary work, and apostille services. Um, Ms. Takesha is also the co-founder of Quick Find Notary Signing Agents Directory, which is a Facebook group with over 11,000 plus members where she is able to connect with like-minded professionals and continue to serve others and be a, re be a resource in the notary community. Ms. Takesha has her Bachelor's of Science degree in Real Estate Finance from Virginia Commonwealth University, and she loves everything about the real estate industry. Girl, me too. So Ms. Um, <laughs> Takesha is on all platforms, and we're going to talk more, and then let's just let her dive in and introduce herself and just tell us about Ms. Takesha. What's up, girl? How Hi. are you? Tell us I'm about After Hours VA. Give us a rundown first of who you are, and then let's just talk. Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me, and thanks for that introduction. Again, I am Takesha, owner of After Hours VA, uh, notary public business here in Virginia. And so um, the premise behind the name After Hours VA came because I do work a traditional nine to five. And when I first put myself out there, I kind of wanted to direct people to when I'm available without saying, hey, you know, this is a part-time business. And yeah. so that was the premise behind the name After Hours uh, VA. And so like you, like you mentioned, I love everything uh, real estate. And this was my way of kind of getting back into the industry without being in it. So my day job, I work for a wealth management firm. Um, I'm back office. I do a lot of trading. It's tax season for us. And so initially started the business um, just to put my energy into something I really wanted to do, but I did recognize that I probably needed that nine to five to, you know, uh, sustain the, the, the part time. And it, it, it just became something that I love to do. I'm going into my 10th year of business, uh, this year. So excited. Very excited. Wow. Yay. 10 years. That's what's up. Especially that's a long yeah. time to have a notary business and to grow it and to, you know, it, allow it to evolve even while you have maintained your day job. Like, so that's really, really, that's legit. Like, I love that. You know, I was going to ask that question. You already you already answered it because I'm very big on names and what it means to you. So I love that name. I'm like, what does that mean? After hours VA. I know it's kind of self-explanatory, but I love the because we talked about this before. It's okay to still maintain your mm -hmm. nine to five. 
because Sparkle, what did we say? It's like your it's your business partner. Exactly, exactly. Like Takisha said, she you got to maintain, you got to sustain, right? And so why quit that business partner when that's doing and helping and funding and being a resource for your part time gig or your side business or whatever the case may be? So yeah, that's legit, and I love that Takisha is doing that. See, I'm not the only one, y'all. Y'all can work a day job and still build your yes. business and it be successful for ten years. You know? Yeah. So what made you say, hey, I want to I want to get into this. I want to get into notary. Well, originally, um, the VA actually stood for virtual assistance. So I started mm -hmm. in the space of like social media management. Um, I was doing some bankruptcy work as a freelance uh, petition preparer. And I said, what can I do to make myself more marketable to attorneys? Because I realized pretty quickly that um, the BPP or the pro se debtor environment was hard to kind of scale. And what pro se means is that a person filing um, without an attorney. So I said, hey, let me start partnering with some attorneys. And so started researching notary. Um, actually, my best friend, she's been a notary in Virginia for about 20 years, but she became a notary through her employer. And so when I went to her and said, hey, can you do this? Can you do that? She's like, I don't really know. So, you know, I started with researching it. And Virginia, you know, Sparkle is a self-certifying state. So there's no education requirements to become a notary. Mm -hmm. And so in that that process of researching, I found out, oh, I can do real estate loan signings. You know, I can do more than just stamping a sheet of paper. And so um, that's what led me into getting into the notary industry and then uh, slowly backing out of social media management and some of the freelance work um, that I was doing and focusing more on uh, being a great notary public. Mm, I love that. Like it's so so Takesha, we we talked about how uh after hours happened, right? And just kind of how it, it became the business for you. But talk a little bit about your 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 background a little bit more as far as how you were able to recognize the talent and skill that you had, you were utilizing in your day career, and then now transitioning to become a notary, your educational background in real estate financing and things like that. Like, what was your thought process and what was your 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 methodology, I guess, for, you know, merging these careers and these businesses together and the mindset you had to have and the background you had to have to recognize that and do that? So talk about that a little bit. Yes, absolutely. So in my day job, I mentioned I worked I work in wealth management. Um, in that career, there's a lot of document prep. You know, there's a lot of uh, identifying, you know, our, our clients. There's a lot of paperwork. And we work with custodians that do require some documents to be notarized. Um, so I had the background of, you know, document preparation, um, not in the sense of like actually preparing the documents, but helping assist filling out documents, um, taking business courses and financial courses um, down at VCU. I think that prepared me a lot too, but in actuality, um, those items prepared me to, I think, help out with the, the document aspect of it, but actually being a notary, I, I feel like I, I found that ed education through other means to kind of okay. help me along. Um, so I'm a big proponent of um, continuing education. You know, I found a, a notary here that offered Virginia specific law classes because that's something that mm. 
I thought would um, hinder me. So I, I made sure I, I, I found a mentor, you know, I took some continuing ed classes. Um, but as far as, you know, VCU and then my nine to five career preparing me, um, I would have to say definitely with um, dealing with all sorts of um, clients and clientele. Um, and then the documented aspect of it helping me be, um, you know, you have to be, you know, organized, yeah. you know, you, you have to have an eye for detail um, and that sort of thing. And then I would imagine two good customer service skills. And so I would imagine yeah. you say you prep documents and things or assist with that in your day career. You do that as a notary, you know, so you have to be able to interact with people and have good customer management skills and be able to work with different personalities because all these people coming to get notaries and get documents prepped, they might have a bad attitude because they like, look, today was a bad day. I got to get these papers done. I got to do this, 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 this. Like, and then you, you come as a nerdy notary, all smiles and cheesing and like, yes, how can I service you? And then they come with this bad attitude. You're like, whoa. So you got to be able to check yourself when you <laughs> deal with people. I recognize that. And I would imagine you, you, after 10 years, and I've seen on social, like your reviews and things that you talk about how clients are constant and continuous, you clearly must have some good customer management skills, you know, or, or a client um, just appreciation because that they're building your business, you know, just like you are helping them and servicing them. So love it. Absolutely. Where I want to know, where did the pivot, you know, come for you? One thing I hear a coach say all the time is, hey, it's okay to pivot. Sometimes we feel that we're stuck in a certain place and if it doesn't work, then I'm going to, you know, quit and just do my nine to five or try to stick it out, even though it may not be working. So starting out as a VA social media management, where did you decide for you, hey, I don't like it anymore. It's not working for me. or I want to try something different. Where did that, where did that, you know, come for you in regards to just pivoting over to doing notary? Absolutely. So I think the social media piece came in about, actually six months <laughs> after, and I was trying to wean off um, one client I had, but I enjoyed it in the sense that the my very first VA client for social media, she was a real estate agent. She was mm. in another um, state and I enjoyed, you know, doing the posts, but then it just became like work. Mm. And so for yeah. me, I feel like social media is an outlet to you know, you had a long day at work, you want to hop on Facebook, you know, see what your friends and, you know, uh, some of your colleagues are up to see pictures of kids, but it became work. And I didn't, <laughs> I did not like that at all. I did not like it at all. I thought I would enjoy it. I said, Hey, I, you know, I'll do Facebook and Twitter and Instagram, you know, but then it became work, you know, scheduling the posts, trying to find content. And then at the same time, I'm building my business. So I'm trying to do content for after hours VA, as well as a social media client. So I learned very quickly, I think six months and I thought she's stuck with me, I think for about a, a year. Um, and then I decided to just, you know, stop um, promoting that service. And so I think I learned early on. I thought I would enjoy it because, as I mentioned, you know, I, I can get on Facebook and scroll for a few hours <laughs> of unnecessary time. And so it just became like work. And mm. that would uh, make me kind of in that wow. service. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs> but so let me ask this question because Takesha, you mentioned that um, you kind of wanted to do something when you started after hours VA, you wanted to do something that you just really wanted to do and then that you know you made made you happy. But let me ask the question because you didn't clearly state this. 
did you feel um, in your day job unfulfilled and that was the calling? You felt like you wanted, something was calling you to do something different or bigger or better or smaller or just give it a try or whatever. Was that the sense or the feeling that you had that made you launch this business or dive into it? Absolutely. I like helping people. And in my nine to five, um, we go after high net worth individuals. Mm-hmm. Um, not a lot of people that look like you and I, um, people that are, are at a certain level of wealth that I probably would never be able to fathom. And so, you know, I found that in the notary work that we do in the community, you know, people that look like you and I, they, they need us and they may not be at a $3 million high net worth where they can just, you know, get a financial advisor and that sort of thing, but they, they need their documents. They need trust documents. They need wills. It doesn't matter your level of wealth. And I felt like that was lacking. So kind of piercing that into the industry and then making it more about, you know, serving the community that may not be able to be exposed to certain things because people don't realize they need a notary until they need a notary. And so a lot of that, you know, trying to educate people and also, you know, you have important documents too. You don't have to be ultra wealthy, you know, to need a, a notary services. Got you, got you. No, I love that. And I asked that question because I know a lot of people um, we, we talked before in several episodes about um, people fear, you know, uh, people mm-hmm. wanting fulfillment and wanting to do something more and bigger and better, but they have the fear of diving out there or the fear of jumping out there. And they know they have a call and they want to help people and they want to serve and they want to have this other business, but they are, they will stay with the nine to five and just be miserable and, and just hate life and, and don't want to get up every day and go to work because they're afraid to take a or take a chance on getting that fulfillment that they need for themselves and for their lives, you know? And so I wanted people to hear that because I've even experienced it, which is why I've dove into so many different things because we, we are people that we seek fulfillment in our lives. We seek joy. Yes. We seek fulfillment. We seek to be complete in doing the things that we want to do. And so you don't have to be fearful of diving out there and taking a chance on getting the fulfillment you need. And if that is a business that you need to create in order to serve people, then do it, you know, and still keep your nine to five and have and have life and have the balance, have the joy, have the peace, yes. but also be fulfilled. So, yeah, that was the reason why I asked that question. Absolutely. And like you said, even if you you don't find that piece doing that, it's okay to pivot and yes. <laughs> do something else, you know, try something else and, you know, find your happy. And you don't necessarily have to cut off your business partner just yet. And I mm-hmm. think that's one of the things, maybe changing the narrative of I hate my nine to five or my business partner is supporting me and fulfilling my dreams. Yeah. Yep, it may be sure. change, changing the way, you know, changing that language a little bit, you know, may help you know, a little better for you. Cause one thing Sparkle said, and we chuckle on the inside, you show up all, Hey, how's it going? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, and, and they're, and, you know, and they're having a bad day and it's the service because they may be a repeat. How do you take care of yourself mm. in the midst of all that? Cause you have That's your nine to five, then you have, then you go and see your clients. You don't know what you're walking into or what's happened in their day. So how do you take care of yourself, you know, in the midst of balancing, you know, these clients and work? Absolutely. And and it's hard. I don't have the secret <laughs> sauce. I know you guys were <laughs> hoping I did. You know, the, the thing is, I have to tell myself every morning is that 
people make time for what they feel like is important for them. Mm, and I have to kind of live by that. Um, I'm not a morning person by any means. I'm trying to become one. And I, you know, I was sitting there the other day saying, if I could just get up at 5 a.m. and focus on this, and then, you know, I'll do my, you know, nine to five. And then if I have any, you know, notary work after work, you know, I can do that. But um, it's hard. It's hard. Mm. So I, I have to live by, I have to make time for what's important. And if it's important to me, you'll get it done. You'll find the time, you know. I do have a lot of excuses and I, I know so, <laughs> so do other people. Well, I can't do this because I have to do this. But I mean, it, you know, you can't, I can't even use the word balance because I, I think I don't have balance, but I think I have, I get done what is important to me to get done. Wow. Takesha. So now that brings me to so many other questions. Okay. Because <laughs> my, my thing is, I'm going to tell you, I am such a big self-care, self-love advocate. I promise a guy. And I probably need to, I need to probably shift that a bit <laughs> because my husband always be saying like, you know, you you don't, you don't do what you want to do and blah, blah, blah. Right. But how do you, so, okay. My, I guess my question is, is do you not have a set day or a set time that you actually dedicate to yourself, whether it's every week or month or anything like that do you not have a set thing to do say you know what today is for Takesha I'm absolutely going to get up and plan this a five-hour block or three-hour block or one-hour block to do what I need to do or want to do for me is that is that a no is that what I'm hearing it's sad to say I don't but I'm working on it I realize that (laughs) I need that because I feel like I have a lot of chaos going on right now so that's why I feel like I'm living by if I if it's important to me, I'll get it done. And I've been doing that daily. But I do recognize that that's not healthy. I do mm. need a day and a time to set aside. But then I also kind of live like if I wake up, if it's a PTO day, it's a it's a mental PTO day, gotcha. you know, but I don't have anything like scheduled, which I'm finding that I probably need to do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would definitely agree. I would agree, man, because who I'm telling you, well, all day you bow and just even the, the the day job and after hours VA, like that is just a lot to handle and to deal with and to balance. And not saying that it has to be hard, but it is a lot. And we you do, yeah. I would imagine, have to pivot and make time and make adjustments and do all that. So yeah, this is very interesting. And I'm gonna say again, you gotta absolutely set that daytime hour, whatever it is that you need to get it in for yourself because you have to be full first before you can serve anybody else, whether it's a notary client or that day-to-day, you know, um, job going in there and and, and serving it. You can't, if you are depleted and man, that's not a good look. Cause if I'm depleted, look. oh, you, I'm about to chop heads. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like seriously. I, I, I think us women always struggle with that because we, yeah. you know, just this morning, I'm like, okay, I got to do this. I told them I'll be there at 945. I'm doing the interview. I'm doing that. I may have to work a little bit, you know, from home for my day job. And it's just never ending. But mm. I, I do agree. And that's something I will definitely you know, start incorporating day and time. Good, 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 good. man. So Look, anyway, I'm I'm just chuckling over here because from the moment she says I don't really have routine, I'm like, oh Lord, here goes Sparkle. Because <laughs> <laughs> Sparkle is the queen on Sparkle is so going to take serious. care of Sparkle, and guess what? Life I will do. stop. Stop. Life yes. will stop, and you 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 might not eat. I need to get my piece first, then you'll eat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, I'm serious. But, but that but that's okay. I, I am of the make moments every single day. Mm. Make moments every single day. Even for me, I wake up early. I have three kids. 
So I wake up earlier. Even today, the kids will, I'm hungry. I fix them breakfast. I'm about to go outside and get my coffee and my peace and pet birds, you know, whatever that looks like for you. And I'm like you, I don't really believe in balance because can you really balance everything? But I do believe in prioritizing mm, and prioritizing, you know, what's in, what's in front of you. So when you wake up, Hey, I'm going to take care of me. What does that look yeah. like? And what time of day works best for you and work best for your body after you get off, off your nine to five and, and what some may say, your then goes to your five to nine. <laughs> you know, where's that, you know, where's that time for you? So it's all about, Hey, you may not be a morning person, but what time can you fit in that person, that time for you? I know somebody who comes to see me at one o'clock in the middle of the day, every single week for therapy, because that's just the time that works for them. So mm. finding your groove and just finding your peace and, you know, whatever time during the day, you know, is definitely important. And it's for everybody that listens. Look, you know, we, we talk about this all the time. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yep. you have to make time to take care of you. And I can imagine that being stressful because you, you work, you service two different groups. And I can mm-hmm. imagine you know, the high earners and, you know, the wealthy can be probably bratty or one thing that, you know, <laughs> you know, one thing in a particular way. And, and that's, that's, it, that's their life and that's fine. And then, you know, you're servicing others, you know, in our community, what their day has been like. So their particular way, you know, and that's fine. But for Takesha and who's ever watching or listening, you know, where do you make time to service you? Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's very important. That's very important. Honestly, I was going to say that that leads me into, I guess, my next question. Um, Takesha, you have many roles. And so you didn't say and tell us, do you have kids? Are you like, like, because we know as women, we have so many different roles and so many different hats that we wear. And I even I heard you already say that you don't have balance, but (laughs) you clearly do if you are having to manage all of these things and have all these roles and make things Mm -hmm. happen in all of these different areas and arenas of life. But that was what my next question was, is, is how do you balance or manage the roles and the hats that you wear, whether it is mother, wife, uh, businesswoman, boss, you know, whatever it may be, how do you manage that then and balance that? <laughs> that that's hard to am married, um, kid in college, last year VCU. So so I don't have younger kids. So I think that makes it a lot easier. Now okay. when you know, my son was younger, there was baseball, there was, you know, football, there was basketball, you know, and that Mm -hmm. sort of thing. But like Casey mentioned, you use the word prioritize. So I know I probably sound like I'm all over the place, (laughs) because I don't have a schedule. But you know, it it, it is all about, you know, prioritizing what what's important. Yeah, you know, what's important and um, having your business partner, you know, understand that, that, you know, that's what PTO is for. If I need to leave early, you know, that sort of thing. Um, and, and setting expectations too. I think I didn't do that early enough on in my day job. And then yeah. when, you know, I've, I've been there about 15 years, so I've kind of earned my right to say, you know, today right. I'm leaving at four o'clock or, you know, that sort of thing. <laughs> right. So setting expectations and, and prioritizing. 
um, that sort of thing. I think my husband knows that the notary work is important to me because when he mm-hmm. sees me reading, what you doing now, notary stuff? <laughs> and it's, it's kind of like my outlet, even though it looks like work, it is my business, but that mm-hmm. that's been my outlet too, but definitely uh, prioritizing what's important and, and, and managing expectations and setting expectations, you know, not saying yes to everything. If I can't do it, you know, I won't lie. I said, I'll, I'll try, you know, I'll give you some dates and, and that sort of thing, but definitely managing and setting expectations. I think that's most, most important, you know, okay. you don't want to give someone a falsehood of, well, you said you would be able to do this and how come we can't do that type of thing? So definitely managing and setting expectations. And mm-hmm. I, I don't run my household like a business, you know, we're yeah. kind of free for all, you know, <laughs> and, and, and that sort of thing. But I, I think everyone knows, um, you know, what's important to me and, and, right. and they abide by that and they support me. So that that's I really that. um, good. What would you really say? Good. What would you say for you, because you can go on Google, whatever location you're in, Thumbtack, whoever, and try to find a notary and so many come up. So you don't know who to choose and all that kind of stuff. Breaking in new, what would you say was the challenges for you initially, you know, coming and breaking into, you know, this business? I think the challenge for me was actually networking with notaries Mm -hmm. in my own backyard. And that's why we started the notary group because I connected with the notary in California. We started at the same time and she was like, hey, I'm just having trouble with even talking to other notaries. Everyone looks at you like competition. And I'm of the, the mindset that, you know, we can live next door to each other and you can be a notary. Um, and there's Come no competition. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I work a nine to five. I can't take all the work. I have to have a network around me <laughs> yeah. so that I can refer out business. So, so that was a challenge. And I think when I came off that way, people started respecting that more. I'm not here yeah. to like, you know, steal your trade secrets or, or anything, just, you know, a referral partner. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just someone to bounce ideas off of. So that's mm-hmm. how the Facebook kind of grew. And I think I've been um, known in the industry as a person, a resource. You know, mm-hmm. when people are looking for Ron, they're like, oh, tap into Takesha in Virginia. You know, she kind of knows what she's doing. And I think people see how I support others. I'm always sharing other mm-hmm. notary yeah. events and that sort of thing. And I think that goes a long way because you do have some people who, you know, they're in the same state and they don't talk because again, it's back to that, that competition mindset. And I don't have that, that mindset at all. You know, I love to work with, with anyone. And again, just building that referral network, because if I can't accommodate a person, what more to say to a customer that's in, you know, in need and I can't get to them. Well, I'm not available, but my colleague such and such is. Let me give you her contact information. And that's what oh, I mean, mean by that. And, you know, just trying to shift mindsets. And I think, you know, like I mentioned in the Facebook group that I run, I think people see me as a resource and they see me as a, you know, a sideline cheerleader for other yeah. notaries as well. So Yeah. <laughs> I love, I do see that too. I, and I love that because I follow Takesha on Instagram and um, mm-hmm. yeah, she always posts in other notary events, yeah. like items that she's products that she's bought from other notaries t-shirts and mugs and stuff like that and be putting you on all kinds of stuff i love that that. was out there seriously and so that's why how how i 
uh, come up with like some of the stuff or find some of the stuff because Tahisha been posted. So like I got a badge because I think her or another notary had posted this badge that they had bought. I'm like, see, you don't even know. So this Tahisha stuff. is pretty much like the notary. She club. the plug. Like, <laughs> the plug. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. And the crazy thing is that she talked about how like the competition. Yeah. Honestly, you know, I that I didn't know that that was real, Takesha. And I'm telling you, I talked to another notary like about a week and a half ago. We we talked um, on like the Instagram feed or whatever it was. Um, but we talked video face to face for the first time, like meeting each other. And she was saying how she felt like in notary in the notary world, there is a whole lot of competition, and a lot of the notary um, like the elders, right. <laughs> um, do not want to let newbies in and talk to them and kind of help them. And, and I was like, really honest to God, I think I have been so, um, removed from that because I just literally do my own thing. When it comes to my notary yeah. business, I do my own thing, make my own waves, do my own thing, make my own lane service, high service and keep it moving. So I kind of had not known that that was what it was, that that was real life for other notaries. But how, how would you, I guess for newbies, right, that are watching and listening, how do you help them build, how do you build confidence in them and say, look, th that is not what the notary world is, is about. Here's what we're here to do here. What are some resources you can point them to? And I know you say your Facebook group, but how can you help them understand that they need community one and that there is a community available, i.e. your Facebook group, right? How can you instill that assurance in them that, That's look, brilliant. we are here to help each other. Let's work together because yes. I think that they need to hear it and not, not from just randoms or whatever, but a seasoned notary that has a business that's been running and professional and operating and it is here for other notaries. Like, please tell these newbies, this is, this is what it is. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And I know you said you've been kind of removed from it all, but I think the Facebook groups, they do get a bad rep. Mm. Um, because you do have a lot of veterans or seasoned notaries in these groups. And then you have an influx of new notaries saying, Hey, how do I do this? And so a lot of, I think the frustration lies into when we see that we veteran notaries, we take it as you didn't have uh, the ability to research kind of like notary 101 stuff that we feel like you should know as a newbie. So my advice is when you break into these groups or you ask questions, it's not so much as we don't want to answer, but you want you want to be a notary, but you do have to have some un, uh, upfront like researching on your own um, yeah. when when so, you first come out the gate. I feel like some people just sign up, they they send the application in, and then they try to get all their education from Facebook, which, which is fine. But I feel like the research that I did when I first became a notary. I'm like, some of the newbies aren't even doing that. Like yeah. some people won't even take the time to just go to their state secretary of state's website. Mm. And so as a newbie, you know, I encourage you, if you do want to break into the industry, start with your state website first, you know, see what the requirements are, you know, look over the laws and then go to the Facebook groups with the questions. Um, some people are still learning how to, you know, scroll if they don't want to answer the question, <laughs> you know, scroll. And then you have some people who will, you know, they will comment on everything. And you, as a new notary, you do have to be able to, to 
take feedback and criticism because once mm-hmm. you put it out on the internet, it's free game. And oh, so yeah. what I do find is that a lot of new notaries may pose a question, you know, I may come back and say something and it's not me being condescending. It's me almost seeing it's my due, it's my due diligence or it's my um, duty to either correct or, you know, try to steer you in the right direction. It's not always condescending and I think new notaries need to realize that when you do put something out on the internet you have to be ready for the feedback or the criticism that people Mm -hmm. may give you Um, and all notaries aren't the same there are some veteran notaries who are very guarded and they don't like the fact that new notaries have come in and they're sharing information and they're giving you you know kind of all the secret sauce Mm -hmm. and you have to realize that, okay, what we were doing 10 years ago are not what notaries are doing, exactly. just getting into the game. Because trust me, I've learned a lot from new notaries. I'm not above learning from anyone. And I don't think years of being a notary equates to knowledge because some people right. are quick to say, oh, I've been a notary 10 years and they right. don't really don't know, know absolutely anything. <laughs> don't know nothing. <laughs> so my, my head goes off to new notaries because they're teaching me things that I probably would have never incorporated in my business. Mm. You know, so my advice, new notaries, just, you know, do your initial research. It's okay to ask the kind of one-on-one questions, but come with some meat behind it. Yeah, you know, we get a lot of questions about, oh, I need a printer. And the first thing is they jump into the group and say, hey, what printer do I use? <laughs> you can rephrase that question and say, hey, I've been doing some research. I know that yes. I need to utilize a laser printer. Do you guys have any, you know, um, brands that you prefer? It's all yes. about how you how you phrase things. And yes. again, I always put myself out there as a resource. So I never want to give someone, you know, um, any inclination that, you know, I'm not going to help or I feel like something is beneath me, but it's all about how you phrase the question. So, you know, newbies just taking that initial step to, you know, do, do some frontline research because I feel like that's what's, what's missing because I did it, you know, no one, there wasn't the ability to hop on Facebook as I told you, that's why I created the group and say, Hey, tell me everything you, I need to know about, doing my you know doing my job right and that's exactly what the notary i do notice that right so I, i've seen a couple of questions come up and that's exactly what they do <laughs> like hey i'm a new notary you know basically tell me everything what do i do next and it's like what are you serious what do you do next um did you come in this game and want to build this business because this is what you wanted to do and like takisha is saying if this is what you wanted to do you need to come to the table with the basic understanding have the basics right know what your state is saying what you can and cannot do know the basics of what what the next step is for you because it's your business so like you can't you, i get it man people say that <laughs> one of my girlfriends like oh, people should be giving away information for free it's, it's just information girl people had to work hard but to get the information also, that they got you can, you can also look a lot of that stuff up too watch a youtube very videos true. and very and true I, I remember when we were doing the signing for our house in virginia and the notary came over i was like wow we paid that and you only been here this i said well how do we get into that because i'm like i like <laughs> that and she said oh when you go here she gave me places to go look research and you can learn from there and so exactly. I, I haven't gotten into it but i've done those things researched those things those places read the websites it's youtube videos i mean it's so much research that you can do mm-hmm. versus hey where do i get a printer right <laughs> or, <laughs> or hey i just started what do i do next the information is there 
It's there. Yeah. So and that's the thing. People don't want to do the legwork, work, though. Yeah. They don't want to do the legwork. They Absolutely. want somebody to just tell it to them and give it to them and all of that. And that's the whole thing. You, you can't do it. It don't happen like that. Your business don't build like that. Your business don't grow like that. It, that's that's not the, that's not how you create the foundation that you need to have a successful business, period. You got to do the legwork. And then that's the, that's when these these veterans will come and say, you know what? I see that you've done this, 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 and this, and this yes. is what you've attempted, and this hasn't worked. Okay, let me give you a little, a little bit of advice about how to correct that little thing that's not working for you. I'm not going to just come and give you the whole spill, do this, 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 A to Z. No, nah, that ain't how it works. You know, yeah. so y'all, y'all take that advice. The Keisha ain't playing. She, she sees it, but she ain't even to sit here and give y'all A to Z. Like I, <laughs> I give y'all D, right? But look, you gotta tell <laughs> A, B, and C. <laughs> so look, that is so good, though. That is so good. Takeisha has been so good talking to you. Like, yeah, seriously. And I, I, I definitely wanted to talk to her because she's a notary, like she said, season one at that. So I'd be like, I need to get the info, man. I'd be following. I'd be like. Look, scroll and get all the goods because and all the gems because that is how you learn, that is how you grow, yes. that's how you put things into your business <clears throat> by watching, analyzing, taking notes, taking gems, and making it happen for yourself, man. And that I know for me, that's what I'm all about doing. But I don't mind sharing, I don't mind helping people. When I learn, I'm like, hey, let me tell you what it is, man. This is how you do it. This is what I've experienced. This is what I've learned. This is how whatever. And you know, let me be the plug for whoever and however. But Sakisha, I so appreciate you coming on the show and talking uh, like about you as a woman, your business, how you've been bossing after hours VA, how it has been 10 years going strong and still going and it's growing. And it's just a good thing to people for people to hear and see your story and to celebrate you, celebrate after hours VA. We before we even go though, I just want to talk about or you to tell our listeners some. Give them some gems, some highlights, some pointers, some things that you have learned or experienced and that they can take and that you can drop on them and say, here's how you can be great. Here's some things that you can do. Here's what I've experienced. Here's here's just all the gems that I have in my 10 years of experience, my business building, me bossing up, like, and here it is <laughs> laid out for you. You know what I'm saying? Like, talk to them and give them a couple points. Oh, my God. Hype you up like <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I just think most importantly, you know, the prioritizing and you're going to find the time to make time for what's important to you, especially if you're a nine to five or um, like myself and you want to start a business, just do it. Um, I will say early on, you know, outsource and pay for the things that you don't have the expertise yes. in doing. Don't take eight weeks to build a website and you're not a website right. designer. So don't be afraid to, you know, spend money on the front end or not spending money. I say making an investment. Don't be afraid to invest in things that you're not an expert in because it's going to cost you more in the long run. So outsource early, hire experts early. But I mean, I think if you, if you have a business idea and you're on the fence, just do it. I mean, what's the worst yeah. that can happen? Because, you know, sitting back thinking, you know, if coulda, shoulda, woulda, you know, you don't know because you never started. You know, I'm no motivational speaker, but I do believe in if if you have an idea or, I mean, it might not even be a business idea, but just do it. Just, I mean, we've seen in the last past two years with COVID, like people are leaving this earth and, you know, not on, fulfilling themselves, on, you God. know. Come I'm on. not telling people to go out and, you know, quit your job and travel the world <laughs> if you don't have the financial means to do it. Keep but if, if you do, <laughs> if you do, you know, if you do want to, you know, let that business partner go, just just do it. And, you know, so you won't have regret. You don't want to look back. 
And as long as you keep putting it off, you know, a year will go by and you're still like, I'm sitting on this idea or I'm sitting on wanting to travel out of the country. You'd be surprised how many, you know, women haven't been out of their state, haven't been out of their country. Just do it. Mm. So I'm, I'm kind of still a Nike, but just <laughs> just do it. I mean, what, what do you have to lose? Yeah, and right. if you if you do it and you feel like you failed at it, um, I mean, I, I take it as a learning experience, mm -hmm, you know, sure. but for at sure. least you can say I tried or I tried my best and it didn't work out. So now I'm on to the next the next yeah. thing. I love that. Oh, my God. Takesha, this has just been amazing. Like, seriously, I totally appreciate you coming on. Tell people where they can find you, follow you, follow your business, consult with you if they need to, um, check you out, however, whatever. Let them know. Absolutely. So I am branded as After Hours VA across all social media platforms. So if you type in After Hours VA, you are sure to find me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Pinterest, LinkedIn. <laughs> um, and again, I, I am a notary resource. So if you are new or even if you're a veteran and you just want to, you know, talk about your business, I'm always available for that. I have coined myself as a RON remote online uh, notarization subject matter expert. I don't know everything, but, you know, I do know a little bit. So um, that is my niche. So if you need help with um, becoming a notary or becoming an electronic notary, I am a resource for that. Um, and you can see my availability on my website, afterhoursva.com. Um, you know, I do take consultation calls and, and that sort of thing. Again, I'm no expert, but, you know, I can only share my experiences. So, and I'm willing to do so. And that's all, that's all we need to know. You know what I'm saying? That's all people need to know is that they have the resource. And so I totally yeah. appreciate that. This has been amazing. Takesha Robinson, After Hours VA, y'all yeah. living in love 24-7. Coach Casey. We are celebrating women, y'all, women in business. And here we are after I was be able to listen. And let's continue to celebrate her. Let's continue to celebrate all season, y'all. Until next time, we love y'all so much. We out. Watch old on YouTube and Spotify. Thank y'all. Bye. Thank you. Thank you.